Welcome to Bitch Talk, booze interviews straight from the heart of San Francisco. I'm Erin. That's Ange. Hi. That's Char. Hello. You can find us at bitchtalkpodcast.com where you can sign up for our monthly e-news. For behind-the-scenes videos and two-minute clips of our interviews, head to our YouTube channel and subscribe. You can find us every other Thursday morning at 9.30 a.m. at bff.fm. And if you like what you hear, rate and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. For the love of God, do it. It really helps. What's up, Bitch Talkers? Part two of our basic bitch roundup catch-up. We had no idea this was going to be a two-parter. Actually, no. <laughs> Producer Shar saw into the future and said we should do two. And we were like, ah, we could just do one. And now, no. She was right. We were wrong. It took, us, it took us 45 minutes to talk about Disney Cruise. Hey, it was a, hey, there was also an Amber Heard slash Johnny Depp sidebar. <laughs> As you do. As, As you, you do, do when you talk but, about Disney Cruises. But I also have to say we haven't had a basic bitch since April. So what the fuck, you know? Oh, well, early May, because when you came back from Mexico. But that's it. That was April. Was it April? Yeah. Well, we haven't recorded since. Yeah. Trust me. I know my right, Char? It's been weeks and hours. <laughs> Trust me. I know. I know. I got, real, up, right? I got real confident and I got yeah, real scared. Sure but did. I'm pretty. Oh, you know why? Oh, <laughs> I got nervous again because after my mom's birthday, the shit hit the fan, and that was Correct. May first. So no, I'm like, well, I yes. didn't do shit after May first. Yeah. Well, maybe. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Every so her birthday every, was May first, so that's why I'm like, fell apart in May, basically. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, the, the yeah, everything, everywhere, all at once fell apart. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, one day shout we'll out about that movie. Shout out to the film, and the only reason we're not talking about it is in yet. depth is because produce yet is because producer Shar hasn't seen it yet. But trust me, we Aaron and I are just. I'll get, like, I'll get to the theater this week. It's going to be a deep dive. I was going to say we're biting at the nip, but that might not be a phrase. Is that a Maybe phrase? Maybe you are. We're nipping um, at the bit. No, we're okay. biting at the. What is that? That thing? And it is a phrase. And the horse fighting at the bit bit chomping at the bit chomping at the bit. Wow. Oh my guys. God. It took a really long time to get there. You guys. Sure, you got to make notes where to where to tighten I'm a up. spring chicken or what is it? I'm a fresh pumpkin. <laughs> fresh as a pumpkin. <laughs> no, I'm a fresh pumpkin. Spring I thought pumpkin. you were joking, by the way, for those for those who don't know when we did that episode, uh, we're referring to Reno. To Reno. A Reno and, episode that we just posted. I had just had just listened through it, done the edits and everything. And I thought it was a whole, well, I forgot about it. And it was most fucking funniest thing ever. I texted our group chat, including Jeff Hunt from Story San Francisco. Yep. Yep. And My I was husband. like, I was sending pictures like GIFs of, of, uh, of chickens and pumpkins and, and had no fucking idea what we were talking about. And yes. I thought that was a joke. I thought you were like, is there something? I thought you were totally joking. I no. didn't realize that you had completely not known about it. And then like a week later, you're like, oh, I just listened to the episode. Ding, ding, <laughs> light bulb. <laughs> well, because I was like, what does that mean? Did I miss something? And then everybody was just kind of like dismissing me. And I was like, all right, fuck you. I don't care what it means. Then. <laughs> <laughs> and then eventually I listened to our Reno basic bitch. And I was like, oh, it's me. I said that. Yeah. I had no well, because look, you say things in passing and I misconstrue phrases all the time. And like, you can't expect me to remember every time I fuck up. 
Sorry. I'm uh, human. Everybody human. Anyways. Yes. So we're Anyways, continuing. So here part we two. go. Part two of Basic Bitch and Ange coming into San Francisco red hot on a 48, 48 hour, which let's just say it was supposed to be originally a week. It was. Yep. I, uh, you know, one, uh, one week out of the month, I devote to coming back home and touching base with all my people, but my mom fell ill. So I had to cut my trip short and I didn't even know that I was going to be able to take this trip until nope. basically two Tuesday. days before. Yes, it was. Yeah. Tuesday. My trip was Thursday. I flew Thursday and I was confirmed Tuesday. Like yep. I was like, fuck it. I'm making it. Well, so wait, you were yeah. supposed to come in originally i was no. supposed to come in originally on monday or tuesday or something oh yeah. okay. and stay till stay saturday to... oh, okay yeah because mm-hmm. well one of the things um you know we had mentioned briefly that my this cruise trip was kind of up and down for me we like we didn't know if like i it had been on the books for a year but uh things kept happening and with covid, COVID. and everything and all <laughs> yeah. the things uh it was like it wasn't until like about two weeks beforehand that I was just like, okay, it's officially on. I'm going on this cruise. And one of the things in that flux time of me, there were a couple of times where I'm like, oh, I'm not going. I am going. You know, when I, there was a point where I was like, I'm not going on this cruise anymore. And I, the one thing that was holding me, the, like, I was just like, oh, but then I'm going to get to hang out with Ange and, and Aaron because they're going to be in town. Or, you know, Angie's going to be in town. There's a couple of events going on. There was even like a, a Peaches concert in the middle of all that. And oh, there was. And, and so I thought I was thinking to myself, I was like, oh, if I don't go on this cruise and it doesn't happen, at least there's that. But then I ended up going on the cruise. And then I knew that you guys were supposed to connect and you guys are going to be together for, you know, a chunk of the week. I didn't know how I didn't know it was supposed to be for the whole week. And yeah. then. Well, well, yeah, that's that's and that's the thing is um, we had two really big events happening, uh, a fundraiser for WeXL, which is, uh, you know, a, a nonprofit organization that we are now best friends with um, and uh, want to support in every single way, shape and form that we can. And then there was this Peaches concert, um, which, uh, you know, is a musician that I've been a fan of since the 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I have never seen live. Uh, so there were these two big things happening. And and it's crazy because, you know, I've, I've talked about like, you know, I'm taking care of my mom right now. I kind of put my life on on pause because of this greater good, you know, like, uh, I, I mean, I, I, I can't imagine not being here for her because I just want to live my life like this. I, I couldn't imagine that. But when certain things happen, it's just like, OK, I can't be there for a week. I can't do that, but I can be there for two nights and I can make it work. You know what I mean? I got, I got caregivers to cover for me. I got, I got this and that. Um, and it just worked out. The stars aligned two days before the, before I made the trip, the stars finally aligned. And I was like, fuck it. I'm out. I'm going to go. This is going to be good for my psyche. And I had no idea how cathartic this trip was going to be. And Aaron was only there for the first night. But let's fucking talk about this first night because oh, it was it ruined magical. me. It was so oh my god, and I it was wonderful again. Yeah, she never <laughs> saw me again. We were supposed to hang out the whole time I was there. Yeah, 
I never saw her again. That's how good this first night was. So, uh, I mean, my friend here. Yes. Yes. My friend here and her, her husband, Jeff of storied San Francisco, they love picking people up at the airport. I mean, (laughs) they are a rare breed. These are the best kinds of friends to have. So they picked me up at the airport. I mean, you give me one of my all time best hugs of my life. Thank you for Mm -hmm. that. I needed it. And, um, and then, yeah. And then you can go what? So I will preface this too, as this coincided with the same week as Jeff, my husband and I taking care of my sister's puppy. (laughs) Oh, that's right. (laughs) You texted me about that. turkey, Dude, that week was fucking nuts. So I will tell you the puppy is very well-trained. She is the sweetest thing on earth. She's a fucking puppy. Mm-hmm. If Puppy's no one gonna knows, puppy. if, yeah, if no one knows puppies are a lot of work, if you want to put the time in, you know, and you should put the time in if you're going to get a fucking puppy. Right. But it takes time and it takes a lack of sleep and it changes your schedule. It has for my sister and her husband, but they're retired and they are like, we're going to, we're going to like go into this. We're leaning in. We're going to have this puppy and we're going to train the shit out of it. And they have, they had had a vacation scheduled before they got the puppy for months. We're taking this really nice vacation to Mexico with all their friends, the friends that were at our wedding people I've known for like my whole life. And so we're like, we'll take care of the puppy. It's fine. She's trained, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) You know, who wasn't fine were our dogs who are older and they're like, homie, don't play that. They're like, we don't, we don't want this energy in the house. We are tired. We just want to sleep all day. Why are you paying attention to this puppy? Who's not even a part of our family. I mean, it was a thing. So Jeff and I were sleeping in separate places. We would trade (laughs) off on nights. I would, you know, we would trade off sleeping in the living room with the puppy and then taking our dogs and sleeping in the bed with them because they couldn't handle the full day with the puppy. I mean, it was a whole thing. So, (laughs) and just coming into town and Jeff and I are like, well, I just felt badly. I'm like, well, babe, I'm going to be out two nights, but I will spend the night with the dog each night that I'm out. Cause I mean, that's work when she gets up, she got to go to the bathroom. And when she's up, then you got to play. So, um, so anyways, so Ange is coming in and we're like, we're going to pick her up. We can't leave her by herself. Let's just bring her and we'll bring the puppy with us to, to puppy therapy. Puppy therapy. So Ange got puppy therapy in the car when we picked her up. We also ordered the most delicious sandwiches ever on the way home because it's on the way to drop off. Ange. So we got some Freddy's sandwiches. If you're in Freddy's in North beach, just do it. Just fucking the best. So and we it's, got those. it's local. It's not hyped up like no. other shops that, have, that give good sandwiches. And it's affordable. It's not yep. a fifteen dollar sandwich. No, carry even on. if it's a fifteen dollar sandwich, you'll have the half the other half the next day. It's it still matter. super worth it. But yeah. yes. So we drop Ange off. I come home, rest up, and then I end up meeting Ange at the We Excel event. And I didn't get to tell. No, I told Ange in the car that a friend of ours is going to be there. I thought Annika from Bond Jerk, go find her fucking jerky. It is the best jerky on the market. I will tell you that hands down. And she has been on Bitch Talk. She's yes. a former guest. She was on April of 2020 uh, yeah. talking about her jerky. And she is a, a certified butcher trained, um, is very conscious of the meats that she resources and um, 
the way she she makes her jerky and it's Asian inspired. It's um, delicious. Flavors and it's next level and everybody freaks out whenever yes. they try it. So yeah, go to bon I'm like, yeah, go to Bon Jerk. So anyways, and I had um, I had put together just that uh, Bon Jerk was going to be in the VIP bags. So that's also why Annika was there. Just get her some promo, you know, have more people taste her jerky. So I get there. Ange isn't there, but Annika is. And Annika didn't know that Ange was in town. And so that was a fun surprise. They got to see each other. And then I'll let Ange take it from here. Yeah. So my sister and I, my sister rolled with me uh, to the event and we were running late because I, um, you took a nap, didn't realize how tired I would be. Um, I just, just a little bit of backstory. I'd spent three weeks at the hospital with my mom, like sleeping at the hospital, like, uh, with a very sick woman. (laughs) Um, and for anybody that knows you don't sleep at the hospital, there's beeping, there's sounds, there's, there's yelling, there's doctors, there's nurses. So I came into San Francisco, like very much a zombie. Um, and I laid my head to rest and I woke up and I was just like, nope, I can't even move. So I got to the event late, which I regret. Um, but I was still there for all of like, you know, the action that happened, but I, I basically was an hour late, which I never am. I'm not fucking late. So anyway, I showed up to the event and we got there just in time for the show, which was awesome presentation for the, for the present presentation. Yeah. Yeah. And Arabella, who runs We Excel, and Drea, who is her uh, right hand woman, they just killed it with their presentation, um, representing artists from across the Bay uh, and, and just fell in love with We Excel all over again. And after the presentation, we just got our drink on and danced to DJ Umami, who... I mean, could it have been a better like entrance back into the city for me? I feel and like, yeah, I just want to say so. side note about DJ Umami. She's kind of been in my circle ish for a few years, and she's also the house DJ at the Giants games. So that's mm-hmm. who she is. She also covers for DJ D sharp at the Warriors games. She's a fucking badass Filipina. And a mother, which you told me. Yes, she's so a mom just, of like a teenager. And I'm like, how is that even a thing? But and sure. she herself looks like a teenager. Yeah, she's beautiful. Um, so, so yeah, this this event, and we were poaching. We were just like, mm-hmm. hey, you, we're going to have you on Bitch Talk. Like, we have a lot of uh, yeah, we have in the wings because uh, the, the talent that comes from the Bay, like, holds no bounds. So we were poaching guests left and right. I was dancing with Drea's mom, who is just the most beautiful woman. If you're listening, (laughs) I love you. I needed that. (laughs) And um, and then our friend uh, Annika from Bonjerk, sorry for calling you out, mentions to me that she now has a a partner. And I was like, sorry, I didn't want to scream into the mic, but. I feel like an elder when it comes to her. Yes, we are friends, equals, but I feel like, you know, her old lady friend, and I just want her to be happy with a a partner that treats her good. Yes. And she was like, I got a man. He's Filipino. Yep. With charming as fuck. Yeah. Not surprised. He works at this restaurant in the mission called Probechu, which we've never been to. And she was like, Do you want to roll? Duh. Take me there. So, Aaron and I and my sister 
proceed to go to this restaurant in the mission. And I don't even want to tell our listeners because like, don't, don't, don't make this place fucking, you don't know, gentrify this shit. Don't pack this no. shit. Yeah. But <laughs> it was, do you agree? We've had some epic times. This was the time of our life. Like we had the best fucking time. I, we were already a little, you know, we were just a little lubed up, not totally, but I we, was we yeah. lubed up. Uh, and when we got there and like Annika parked right in front and they're like, yeah, you can block the driveway. Sure. And we roll in and there's like a live, live music going on. My favorite, this one dude playing guitar, right? Was he playing no diggity at that point? Or he it was, was something we needed. It was no diggity. And we were like, uh, yeah, you got the we bag. were on it. We were, we were responding and he yes. felt it. So we sit down. It's all outdoor. They're seating right now, which was great. Thank you. Because COVID's fucking crazy right now. And Annika, <laughs> I swear I know her boyfriend. I don't know from where, but they just treated us like fucking royalty because we we're with Annika and it was wonderful. <laughs> but not to mention this dude who was singing and playing guitar. It was acoustic guitar singing. He played all the hits from the 90s. He played Summertime in the LBC. Yep. Can you help me with some other? No, uh, because we're singing the whole time. All I know is Aaron knew the words to every song. as she does. <laughs> and before we went to this restaurant, this old lady right here was like, I got to go home early and take care of the puppy. Yeah, I did. Yes. I did. But as soon as she heard this motherfucker on the mic, Joseph Cruz, he follows posted. up. He, she was posted he you stayed till one in the morning no it wasn't that late okay it wasn't that late midnight. I'm i stayed till about midnight yeah and before we went she's like with the puppy and jess all right okay. she's being a good wife and a yeah. good daughter. come on but as soon as she heard yeah i was like man, well and as soon as we tasted some of that delish guamanian food it was on like you were posted and it we was had so good. just the most magical time. And the restaurant closed at 10 or 11. Something like that. Yeah. Do. But then we just kicked it with uh, the, crew. You know, the, the crew and just partied. And I mean, I don't know how many bottles of wine. Five, maybe we had. I just uh, remember two. But then okay, I well, you also left because my yeah. phone was dying and I had to get home. And also. so what happened is we start hanging out with, uh, you know, the people that work there afterwards. who were all who were just everyone was just like so chill and rad. I just it was very special. My heart was full. My heart was I, full. I completely agree. And they were so lovely that they got me to smoke weed with them after <laughs> I had drank all night, which is not something I do anymore. Look, I used to be a big stoner, but I don't you know, drinking all night and then smoking weed. That's just a recipe for disaster. But they were just so lovely. I accepted and I paid for it the next day because I lost my wallet. So whatever. It was worth it. I don't even she totally lost her wallet. We don't know where it went. <laughs> it just vanished from thin air. It literally walked away. But I don't even care because they were so lovely and it was a magical night. And I was texting with Aaron the next day when I had a fucking killer hangover and she was like that night made me love san francisco again and i was like same 
that is exactly you know the the 90s early 2000s san francisco that i knew and loved was just going to a place staying there till it closed staying there after hours and just meeting cool people that had no ulterior motives no other than just vibing out like just fucking chilling you know it was a total vibe and i yeah again my mm-hmm. heart was full and these people it's called prubechu it is so good p r u b e c h u really the pork the pork oh, every every the the, thing. the, the, the rice. rice i mean just it's so it's such rice. a basic thing but the fucking rice yeah i'm like, like can you guys you don't check even my have underwear check my underwear okay all right i don't want to but what about the wedge salad with yes. the wasabi wasabi ranch? dressing yeah dude oh that's Char- foreplay we'll that's go. foreplay that's we have four to go. sounds awesome play it was just a wonderful experience i i just haven't had something like that in a long time and they experience. are beautiful as fuck the yes cr- the crew um her boyfriend I mean, they just so so wait a second so is annika local again yeah she lives in the east bay yeah okay has she yeah. always been no, she was like in L.A. She was yeah, in New York okay. and she was in Kansas City, Kansas. Well, because, uh, you know, she went to get, her, uh, you know, certified as a butcher. So right. she, first she went to New York to get trained by like a master. Some, yes. And then she went back to her hometown in yes. Kansas to Kansas know, get, City, actually Kansas. get a job. Yeah. And then she came to L.A. Yep. to up her game. Yeah. And now she's back in the Bay. Yeah. Better than ever. Bigger, better. Than ever. Yes. Yeah. So that was that night. So while Ange had a hangover, I had one too. But I also was taking care of the puppy that night because I told Jeff I would. <laughs> um, you get home at 1 a.m. I'll take care of the puppy now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did. She uh, wanted to get home at like nine. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, Jeff. Jeff, I love you, but we had an epic night. You can't blame her. He, he doesn't. He didn't. He was up and he was very sweet. And, and this is why he's just the best. Partner. I know. I'm very lucky. Yeah. Um, I know. So, uh, yeah, puppy all night. Although she, that's the first night she actually slept through the night until about five something, which was perfect. Fine. Whatever. And then I'm like, I didn't feel well, but I was like, it's a hangover. And then by like four or five, I really was like, I don't feel well, not a hangover. Like I, and also everyone's getting COVID. Like, seriously, I can tell you on a daily basis that oh, yeah. I'm getting from everyone around us and our mm-hmm. friend groups who have COVID. And I'm like, uh, I just don't really, I don't think it's smart to try and go to a concert <laughs> if I may even have COVID. So mm-hmm. I tested negative that day. But also like at the We Excel event, even though they were they were checking for uh, for um, Vax. cards, which was great. But I was like, I didn't have my mask on and we were indoors and I don't know. So I ended up not going to Peaches, which totally sucks. But I was OK with that because I'm like, I don't I would feel shitty if I got you sick and because I knew you're going back home. Like, I just I can't do it. And I work out in the public, so it could have been anything. Look, look, I wasn't mad at all. I completely understood. I got and the, I was I and was I, sick for like four days and it was never COVID. Well, I can I can imagine kind of the stress that it took 
from you to send me that text <laughs> yes. because it was kind of the 25th hour and yes. I already had one ticket that I needed to get off my hands. I still I need to pay you. A, I don't I even do. give a fuck. To I be do. honest, like I, I don't do. even give okay. a fuck. Oh no, I give a fuck about your money. Oh, okay. not the other one. You know, okay. no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, But that's just like not even my thing anymore. Like I'm just like on such a different level of. I know, but money. I don't money. care. I owe you. All right. So the next day, hungover, whatever, one of my best friends from college, Kim, is coming to this concert with me. So uh, she rolls over. We go to, um, you know, one of our favorite pho places, Turtle Tower. I'm immediately. Oh, you did end up going. Yeah, yeah. What are you talking about? Well, I didn't know what time she was getting here. Anyways. Anyway. Uh, So we end up going to Turtle Tower. I'm healed and I'm ready for fucking peaches and if anybody that's listening that doesn't know anything about peaches i mean how do you even explain her erin except that she's like electro oh okay she's canadian electro um pop uh i i don't even know how to explain her other than she's like foul as fuck like um performance artist too a performance oh such a performance artist. Um, some some of my favorite lyrics of hers are, you know, I'm a triple A thinking double X, fuck the pain away, um, certain things like that. We have interviewed twice now Leah Shore, who uh, is a director and she directed Peach's uh, most recent music video, which is Pussy Mask. And um, that's all you need to know. I mean, she has a song called Pussy Mask. <laughs> And and I just, you know, when when you've loved somebody for so long and 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 we could talk about like all these kids talking about WAP, you know, wit ass pussy and like right. Cardi B and like whoever the fuck you're down with. Peaches paved the way. I agree. Okay? And come at me because there's just proof. Um, and and she has been foul for decades. <laughs> Yes. And and she made it OK. And she made yeah. it OK to be foul. Like, what's the problem? Who cares? So she comes out tits free. Her tits were free the whole concert. And she comes out in a walker because I'm just like, yes. Oh, my God. Is she reading my journal? We're old ladies now. Oh, her tits are free. And she's coming out in a walker. And then she just starts like boom, 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 boom. Mm. And then you're just like feeling the vibes. There's just like naked people on stage. Uh, there's like orgy, you know, a simulation, sex simulation. She's wearing a shirt that says, thank God for abortions, which yep. praise yep. be. And I was wearing my fucking Planned Parenthood hoodie or a beanie because I knew that Peaches was going to be down for that shit. And, you know, just like. Um, it, it, it was everything I wanted it to be. Um, and we were at the Masonic, yeah. but we were in the balcony and I'm, I'm sorry, peaches that it didn't sell out, but I'm also grateful that it was empty. Like we felt safe. We felt mm. like, you know, there were people around us, but we feel so, Distance. I was so glad that I was not on the ground floor because the ground floor was hyphy and it was cool as it should be, but I would have been freaked out. Yeah. As, as you yeah. know, you know, <clears throat> right now. So I was like grateful about that, that I chose to be on the balcony and on the floor. Um, 
I just, it was fucking epic. It was beautiful. And she was wearing like white granny panties and just like shaking her ass. And, um, you know, she's doing it. She's doing it for the Ulfs, for the old ladies out there. She's really just killing it. And um, I needed that sort of reassurance, that vibe, that fucking fuck the world sort of uh, energy. And and it was incredible. It was just she's a performer, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, So I I missed you. Great. I know. But but we had so much fun and I bought two shirts. I was like, here's my money. Just like (laughs) give me all the shirts. Yes. I have a fuck the pain away shirt now and I have a peaches shirt. Um, And then I can I say something about peaches? If anyone wants to look her up, she just did this. And thank you for the hot tip neighbor Steven. She just did a performance on Samantha B full frontal. That is no clue. I epic, have no clue. Epic. She just did it this week. So you should look it up. If, if anyone's really interested, she's like, uh, she's from another planet. She's like a Bowie really. But that's a thing. Like before you're wet as pussy and you're this yeah. and that there was peaches. She's been and saying she it. She has been yeah she's been saying like just be free yeah who cares yeah who cares what your sexual preference is who cares like just get your fucking clit on and get your fucking you know civic duty on yeah both both and yeah clivic duty can we call it clivic duty (laughs) i mean that's something to workshop get your (laughs) clivic duty on because she's both yeah and one I, day we'll have just, her on. It was freeing as fuck. This good, concert. good. And you didn't rehearse your knee, right? Your knee's okay. Oh God, you were in hurting. pain. Yeah, I but knew. I spent. Oh, I forgot to tell you. No, so. you have to say you guys went out after. Also, oh yeah, we did. Oh, I'm not even going to touch that yet. But oh. um, the night before, <laughs> you know, when we were at uh, this Pru- restaurant, Pru- Pru- and we did Pru- the WXL event, I. The only reason I was cured from my hangover was because I spent three hours at Burke Williams. Oh, that's I right. You got a three massage. hours <laughs> for though. I got my scrub rub on you for didn't 80 feel, minutes. You didn't feel uh, you, didn't, you didn't feel uh, nauseous. Why are you getting? I told her I was oh. like, <laughs> I was like, so she comes in ah. there for anybody that knows there's a Burke Williams. Spa. Yes. In downtown San Francisco. It is pricey as fuck. Yeah. But everything is pricey as fuck in San Francisco. And I didn't give a fuck because I'm just like, this is my vacation. So uh, I paid for an 80 minute massage. And when I met her, I was she was like, is there anything specific you want to focus on? And I always (laughs) say my shoulders and my back. Right. Because that's just like basic. And I was like, and my head because I have a very bad headache. And she was like, well, you know. That could be from dehydration. That could be from this. And I was like, I drink my ass off. Less. You're all bitch. This is why I'm hungover. I'm like, look, there are no civ- civilities, civil trees. What is I don't know. No, when you civil trees, like when no, you meet not somebody on a civil tree, sure. Simil tree. Uh, no. uh, si- when you meet somebody and it's like basic civil trees. No, that's not a word. I know what you're trying to say. And what I'll is it? move on and I'll, I'll we'll say it in a well, minute. So anyway, she was trying to like beat around the bush. So I was like, uh, civilities, <laughs> basic civilities. No, that's basic, not, civ- not a word. Basic. Shiv- no, not chivalries. Basic. Si- 
Shark, come on. Civilities? Civility is what you're trying to say. It's not civilities. Yeah, you're trying to say. When you say some basic ash, like basic. No, niceties. Ah, uh, niceties. niceties. Yes, it's but that's niceties. not the word. But I, that's we're close. Anyways, well, so I, I don't even remember what I was saying. Was, oh well, here civility, we go. civility as as described in the dictionary, formal politeness and courtesy in behavior or speech. Sure. So I think it's niceties because she. Was I think like, it's the niceties. Well, I think it is. The if niceties. you this and this, and I was like, homie, I drank too much. I'm hungover. So she focused on my head and it was heaven. And I spent three hours at Burke Williams. I was going to the hot tub. I was going to the sauna. I was going in the steam room and I, that's the smell of the sauna, the smell of that wood. Isn't that just kind of the best smell in the world? I just don't know hungover if it is, but if it, it was, is, okay. Yes. It is. And the cucumber water and the Helped. tea. Yep. And I was just like, I'm here forever. And it was empty because it was a weekday. It was just everything was beautiful. And then I met up with my best friend from college and we had pho. So then I was good to go for peaches. So after peaches and I bought two shirts and I spent $70 because fuck the world. Uh, we decided to keep going out. And we went to this place called the Rec Room, which is off of uh, California. And um, is it Larkin? Is it Hyde? It's one of those parallel streets to Van Ness if you're in the city. But my sister and I have like a lot of history with this place because it used to be called the Knob Hill Tavern. She used to bartend there on the weekends. And uh, I used to fucking wreck the pool tables. There used to be three pool tables. It's the first place where I I broke and I hit the eight ball in like, uh, sorry, I, I, I don't even mean to be flashy, but that's just kind of like this place holds a lot of memories for me. Right. So we enter this place. And it was I, I wouldn't have imagined what happened. My the bartender was my friend from college that I worked at Bubba Gumps with. What? Billy. I don't know if you've ever met him. Say the name and again. Philly. Sounds familiar. Philly, yes. Who is just like a big ass stoner and just like the most fun, loving, like anybody that knows him loves him. Right. Okay. He's like one of those people. So I walk in and Philly's behind the bar. And then uh, I don't know if you remember this. And I'll just say his name because like, who cares? He's not listening. Um, at Capo's, there was a bartender that we befriended called guy. Cousin yes. D. Yes. He was also there as soon as I step into the bar. So we just we just start screaming. And uh, the whole experience was really old school San Francisco. I love it. As as Aaron said, like, I only spent 48 hours (laughs) in my hometown, but I bumped into people from multiple parts of my life. I didn't even talk about after the concert, we bumped into people that we used to work at Edelman with at this production company with like, it was crazy. And all I have to say is like the universe really fucks with you and gives you some shit. Mm -hmm. And I am eternally grateful. Um, I needed that little fix because as I said, I spent three weeks in the hospital, you know, sleeping there, uh, learning, uh, 
horrible things about, you know, my mom's sickness, but I came to San Francisco and again, it, it fucking healed me. It reminded me that, you know, there's, there's more, um, to this life and to be grateful for what I have and to be grateful for my past because Mm. I have roots in this goddamn city. And I went to multiple places and I was reminded of these roots and they're still there. And, um, you know, I'll never stop loving San Francisco for whatever it is in all of, all of its iterations. (laughs) I have so much love for the city. And, um, this last trip just reminded me of my roots and, um, and, and that they're still there. We're, we're grappling. Yeah. <laughs> we're holding on by, by our nails. Oh, nails. Yeah. My nails are chewed down at this point. It's like <laughs> the stubs, but it's still there. And it's we still, still there. Yeah. We still have it. And you, and, and, and we can't, we can't leave. Like, you know, I, I get it if you do. And I get it if you do, because you can't survive there, but if you can, um, it's just, it's still there. It's still there. So that's it. And you, somehow, and you guys somehow made your flight on Saturday. <laughs> I won't. I mean, if you want to talk about that. Yeah. I was very sick oh. uh, the next morning <laughs> and my sister, my sister was like, I'm going to drive there. Cause I thought maybe we'd take an Uber or something. She's like, I'm going to drive there because it's actually cheaper because taking an Uber to the airport is $100. Yeah. No. So fuck the world. Yes. Um, so my sister drove there and we couldn't find a parking spot. <gasps> so we're circling, circling. Oh no. Eventually we're late for our flight, but thankfully we have global entry, which right. I will completely keep screaming about to the rooftops because Everything's okay when you have global entry. So it was late. We had to walk five miles from the parking lot oh to um, to the airport or yeah. to the terminal. But we were fine because we had global entry and we fucking swooped in, you know, Dude. ignored the big ass line. I'm telling you, it's only like $110, $115 to get global entry. But even if you want just domestic flights, it's like $90. It's less. Right. It's $80, $90. I don't know. It's worth it if you fly more than a few times a year if you can afford it too if it's accessible to you i get it i get it if it's not but if it is it's so worth it because airports are 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 stressful and yeah i love it oh i love that story yeah we killed it we did we did a fucking 90s san francisco trip dude this is how san francisco used to be it's like we used to go places and meet people and yep, party and till everything closed and then go to concerts and meet up with homies that were there that you didn't know were going to be there and meet up at bars with people. That, it's, just, it's just like it was an old school San Francisco experience. Good. And it's like I will never let go of Good. this love and I will never fully leave this city. No on H. Um. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say that too after my sip. No on H. There's, it's just, come on. Yeah. There's, anyways. Um, I, I'll give you guys a couple of fun quips about San Francisco. Uh, last, I don't know if your sister told you, Ange, but I contacted her because Jeff and I were going to go to show the punchline. We decided last minute we're going to see Hurry Condabalu. Yeah, it's not Hari. He talked about his name for like five minutes. So now I know it's it's Hari. Hari. 
Kondabalu, not Harry. Um, but we saw him last Friday night. I reached out to her. She couldn't come. Um, but Jeff wanted to do the late show, which I was like, all right, let's see if we can do this. It was, it was rough. <laughs> It's rough to do that night. Why did you want show. to do a late show, Jeff? Because it was a Friday night and blah, blah, blah. Um, but it was good. Okay. We, we were able to do it. We pulled it out. We went to Tommaso's, you guys. Remember, we mm-hmm. went there. We haven't been there since before the pandemic. That was the last restaurant we ate yes. at before the pandemic. And it was Char, Aaron, and I. And yep. Jeff. Yes. So we went there. We went to the punchline. I haven't been there since before the pandemic. Oh, so jealous. That sounds great. Amazing. It was great. Um, he's great. Follow him wherever you can. Um, I had a interesting racist encounter at my job place or place of work. Um, it was handled, but uh, it was the day after the Uvalde shootings and oh, just, just when you needed it. Yeah. Just when you yeah. need an old white lady to yell about immigrants in your cafe. Um, so that was fun. Not what did she say? Do you not I, want to be specific? Uh, I, she was a regular of the place that I work at for years. What? Also, okay. I was, she came in a couple of weeks ago. I was briefed on her. Uh, she's had traumatic brain, uh, not surgery, but a traumatic brain incident. She was shot in the head. I don't know what the story is, but beyond that. So she had that. But also she has some uh, red leanings, red political leanings and not afraid to kind of say them, but does, doesn't say them, but also comes into this workplace where you obviously know. Right. Is progressive <laughs> and beyond. And she came in uh, loaded. I didn't realize how loaded she was. And this is four o'clock in the afternoon on a Wednesday. So that's why I didn't know how loaded she was. And proceeded to yell about how she didn't like the all the screens up. She doesn't like how it's like a quiet place for people to work, which, you know, I have my issues too, but they're paying customers and I don't care, whatever. So it didn't and have to do with like it's not about me. It's totally the not circumstances about circumstances of the time or you. It was just okay. But then sorry. She, she proceeded to yell at a at a patron who was a person of color. And called and pointed at them and called them an immigrant. And oh, that's no. when the shit hit the fan. And my boss, who was awesome, handled it. And it was hard. It was really rough. It's really rough. Um, and had to escort her out and tell her she's 86 completely. So, um, yeah. Happens in San Francisco, too, y'all. <laughs> Happens in San Francisco. <laughs> but, and... Um, what else can I say? Yeah, those are my two bigger uh, stories. I'm sure I have other things to tell you guys, but uh, we're already 44 minutes in. So are we uh, out? We out of time? We're out. Yeah, we're out. Okay. But uh, this has been a complete catch up, I think, of the last few weeks. Maybe not totally complete. We don't want to bum you guys out too much because the world's a bummer. But um, well, okay. <laughs> But there's joy. There's joy. There's total joy. Yeah. Before we go, I just I do want to say, like, there are. There's so much pain going on, and I am personally experiencing a lot of pain in my family, but there are still like. Beautiful things 
that can be experienced. Yes. And I think, I think maybe when you sit and when you're quiet, you know, um, I play music for my mom and she bobs her head and that's it. So like, you know, it's painful, but there's also beauty. I don't want this to be a fucking downer. You know, it's like, there's there's beauty still to be had and beauty that can be found no matter what your situation is. So um, that I, I didn't want to end it on a on a downer. I wanted to end it on like there's still beauty. There's still beauty every day, every second. You just need to work for it, you know, but it's there. Just recognize it. Sorry. No, 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 no. And so this is our reality. I, and it is. And that's the thing, too, is like I feel. I feel what you're saying, Ange, because um, there's a lot of things that have been happening to all of us. You, with Ange, you and I in particular, it's like, you're right. There's a way to, we've been through so much in the last couple of months, personally, and just like, it's just like, just keep pouring, you know. Compounded. Yeah, it's just like, keep adding gas to our fires, right? The fires mm-hmm. of our life. And, you know, like, you know, why I didn't even I brought it up briefly on my on, on the last episode. It's just like, you know, my aunt passed away who I haven't seen in five years and my mom hadn't seen in three years, you know, three days before Mother's Day and, you know, a month after her 78th birthday. And it's like I part of it is like I'm trying to we do these things and we go on these trips and we do like, like me going on that cruise. It was like, there was some guilt to go on a cruise a week after she had passed a week and a half after she had passed grieving with my cousins and, you know, attending funerals and, and, and all of that on, 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 on zoom, not being able to go to the Philippines and then going, Hey, I'm going on a cruise. But then at the same time, you you're right. And you find there's beauty in everything, even though you've got like, you know, you need that for your soul, right? For us to just kind of power through all of these things. And would your aunt like not want you to have fun with your nephews? Right, and, right. And, and this is like my San Francisco trip. Like it was plaguing me. It was fucking yeah. plaguing me. Like, am I OK? Like to leave her, you know? Oh, I, I but I, I agree like, that for me at that point, I'd spent two nights at the hospital overnight. You know, like not sleeping. And I was like, I'm going to lose my shit. Like, I'm not going to like even exist if I don't have a break. So no, I did, you I, know, I, and, I I, and everything was fine. It's just um, and that's and that was the thing. Like with my know. mom, my mom did the same thing. Like I was like, should, I was like, am I going? Should I be doing this? Like I and the day before she had. The day before was when I had pulled the trigger and said, okay, I'm going on this cruise, you know, with all the back and forth. And then the very next day, my aunt passes away. And then I'm like looking at my mom going, can I leave my mom like this? And my mom, right. like, and my mom looked at me and was like, uh, the gift for me is that you all have fun together. And I see those kids happy. And she goes, that's what I want. And I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. I could do that. I could manage, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I, I totally feel you. And I know that's, I mean, that's the thing is like, we kind of are, you know, we're talking about all these fun things and all that stuff. And it's like, it feels 
it does feel and and I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with it because we deserve it. We don't, you know, like hundred percent. We completely deserve these good times and these memories and all of these things that we've been experiencing based on what we've been going through ourselves. Um, but then I also am like, oh, that's an elephant in the room. I'm talking about I'm doing all of these fun things when I feel like there's this part of me that shouldn't be, you know, laughing on the day that uh, on you know, like on the two month anniversary of me finding out about Dana Keys passing away, or you know, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like you just there's just little thing that pangs at you, and you and so to make it to keep it real, there is. It's like we're not saying that everything's all hunky dory, and we're all like, hey, we're having fucking great times, or, or this that when our well, there's a lot of turmoil mixed with it's a lot of oil and vinegar. I guess that's mm-hmm. I guess that's well, where we're. And can I mention too, like that's why I think we all decided or I decided and I told you guys, but I was like, we're taking some time off. And did we take actual time off? Eh. But we needed space. There's a, there's just a lot going on. And I, it down, yeah. and I think, I think it's a good reminder. And it was actually someone said, told me like, I think you guys should just be explicit about what you're doing because other people need to understand it's okay to take a day or two or a month off from what you're doing. You don't have to push mm-hmm. for what, <laughs> what are you pushing for and who are you pushing for? Like it's okay. And it's a good lesson for people. We're so caught up in the hustle. We all are. And it has been a thing through the pandemic. And it's like, if we didn't learn in the pandemic, it's okay <laughs> to like remove yourself a little bit and like watch a Netflix series from beginning to end in one day. It's okay. It's totally okay. Things will keep surviving and pushing. Yeah. We, Who does we that? Don't, we don't, no, I, but we don't, but we don't have to. And especially no, but, we don't have to as women of color. Sorry, yeah. we don't have to. No, but I, I agree with that. But also like for me personally, and we, for those of our listeners, I'm assuming this is going to be an episode because this is pretty good, Char. She's um, just going to have to do a lot of <laughs> editing. <laughs> I just got to navigate through it. But yes, yeah, it's we, we be. basically recorded two interviews back to back while yes. I was at the hospital with yes. my mom, like outside of the hospital, like yes. hoping she was going to be OK while I was, you know, not watching her. And um, I think that was just the best time like the most um, refreshing, helpful time that I had this whole time that I've been dealing with my mom was recording bitch talk with um, the both of you. And um, so, yeah, you don't want to push yourself. You don't want to, you know, but when this is all I have, you know, to pull me out of my current situation, then that's also healing. So you don't want to push yourself and you don't want to, you know, work too much. But when this is all I have to um, remind me that there's another world outside of, you know, this current struggle, then it helps me. So, you know, it's just kind of working the balance between the two. Yep. Yep. So that's all. And I, I texted the both of you as such. I was like, damn these interviews really just like helped me and reinvigorated me. And um, for those of you that are our listeners and, and like, um, you know, steady, you're, you're here for the, like, just damn, you don't know what you do for us. You don't know how much you help us. 
um, just like get through, you know, these tough times and, um, you know, everything's gonna be fine. And it's just, you know, life working itself out. But, um, these are the things that are really helping me. And, uh, I don't know what I would do without bitch talk. So cheers to that. Cheers. Cheers. On that note, <laughs> yes, thank you for listening. Thank you for staying with us. Thank you for riding the wave of all sorts of life shit. Um, but on Monday, we have a special episode. It's a flashback, but it's important because there's um, there's voting going on in San Francisco. And one of the props is um, about recalling our district attorney who was... Uh, voted in in 2019 I want to say towards the end of 2019 and he didn't really start his job until early 2020 and then the pandemic hit and then all of our problems in San Francisco are his fault so um, we interviewed Chase Boudin who's who's uh, on the ballot of being uh, for being recalled uh, what that started in late last year Ange it started before he was elected it well, yeah. started like between whoever makes the decisions to recall him started before he actually won the election and now it's come to fruition and we're having this lame election cycle for the second time this year i think i don't well, and just and just try to try to understand why san francisco keeps having recall elections yeah this is the second look, one look at what it takes to have somebody recalled versus yep. having them elected and it's a lot easier to have somebody recalled with money Yes. When you have money back. A lot of money. And um, it's just, it's not warranted. No, it's, it's anti-democratic. That's all I'll say. So we had him on. We just talked about what his actual job is with the job of a district attorney is and the offices and what his job isn't. Um, So if you're a voter in San Francisco and you're still like, I don't understand what this is and I don't know who he is. Take a listen to our conversation on Monday and, uh, and don't believe the fucking fear mongering. Don't believe yeah. the hype. Like, come on, dude. Like, fucking. Uh. Oh, <laughs> that. And the other thing I'll say is none of the major papers in San Francisco are endorsing the recall, which is huge. So there's that. All right. See you guys on the flip side. Thanks for listening. <laughs> exactly. If you like what you hear, rate and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. For more information about us, you can head to bitchtalkpodcast.com. This podcast is created, hosted, and executive produced by Aaron Lim. My co-host is Angela Tabora, a.k.a. Captain Party. The show's edited by producer Shar. We're powered by GoTo Productions.